people of Reddit, what was the creepiest thing you experienced that you thought was paranormal, but was actually much scarier when you found out what really caused it? When I was 8 we were on a long holiday, staying with some family in a town called Surat. It's in country Queensland, Australia. I was staying in their son's room who had moved to Brisbane for university. Each night I had the same recurring nightmare of an alien tentacle trying to grab me. After a week I was terrified of going to sleep but my parents kept telling me that it was okay. I was just frightened because we were staying somewhere new and that it would be okay. Well I couldn't get to sleep. I kept watching the clock, waiting for the sun to come up and terrified of the alien. It was just after 2am when a large tentacle landed on the bed. I screamed in terror as I felt the tentacle wriggling. I jumped out of bed and kept screaming. My parents, aunt, uncle, and sister run into the room to find me huddled in the corner screaming. Turns out it was an adult carpet python over 2 meters long, 6.5 feet. Each night it worked its way under a ceiling tile and onto the bed. I still have an Indiana Jones fear of snakes. Why did have to be snakes? As a young kid, I had nightmares of waking up to see my mother hovering over my bed by the window. She just blankly stared down at me and my sister. I'd get so scared yelling mom, mom, and she never responded. It knew it was not my mom. When I was older I told my aunt about it and she told me they weren't dreams. It was real. My mom would go into our rooms randomly to check on us. She had serious mental health issues that got worse over the years. Occasionally she would have episodes of anxiety of something happening to us and guard us at night. Due to the traumatic death of her first child it apparently triggered obsessive anxiety when we were younger. I now know the whole messed up backstory and can sympathize with why it would make any parent get to that mental state but I still shudder when I think of the blank face stare. I still tend to associate the nightmare mom as not being my mom. I was 24 and working at a startup.com. I spent a weekend at my parents house, came back to my apartment and went into my bedroom where I saw my bed was made, felt my heart stutter as I stood frozen in the doorway because I never ever made my bed. It was something I consciously refused to do. After the initial shock, I went through the apartment examining the closets, under the bed, etc. I calmed down after a while, convincing myself that I must have made the bed before I left for my parents and just forgotten about it. Deep down, I knew it wasn't true but I couldn't think of any other explanation. I later found out it was the woman I was dating at the time who did it. She was the person who hired me. We'd been in a relationship less than a month but she managed to somehow get a copy of my key. She used to visit my place and snoop through my things when I was gone. She also slept in my bed overnight several times when I was away for the weekend. If she hadn't made my bed, I never would have known anything was going on. About 7 years ago, my family rented a one-story house. It was originally one bigger house that was split off into two, and there was another family that lived in the other part that we didn't really talk with. During the night, I would hear what sounded like knocks above the ceiling, but any entrance to the small crawl space between the ceiling and the roof was patched up when the house was divided. For a while, I thought there was a ghost who lived in the attic, and I would have trouble going to sleep without a light on. After we moved out, I heard through the grapevine that the neighbor's kid was caught spying on the new people that moved in. Turns out that he had broken a hole in the ceiling of his closet to get into the crawl space and had been looking through holes that he had bored in the ceiling overlooking the other part of the house. The noises I heard was him moving around on him arms and knees up there. 
I had a blind dog growing up and she barked at things that were there, and things that weren't. One night, around midnight, she woke up my mom and I, my dad's too heavy of a sleeper, by barking at the wall next to the back door. I woke up but I was maybe 9 so I went right back to sleep. My mom got up and ushered her back to bed. That same night, an arsonist hit my neighborhood. He set fire to luckily vacant house for sale and it burned to the ground. Following his footsteps in the snow, he then passed between my bedroom and our garage and nearly lit our garage. Then our dog and my mom woke up, and we think that scared him away, and he went across the street and burned the neighbor's garage instead. Then he stood in their front yard and watched it burn. He walked out onto the street and they lost his footsteps. They never caught him. R.I.P. Oreo. I miss you. You were a very good pup. Love you. Be good. This did not happen to me, but it happened in my city when I was in high school. A family thought that their house was haunted because things like furniture and objects would randomly move or go missing. This went on for several months. They even reached out to their pastor to bless the house. Well, the house wasn't haunted. It turned out that a drifter had wandered in at some point and had been living in their attic. He would come out when the family was at work and eat their food and go through their things for cash and stuff to sell. One day, one of the family members came home unexpectedly and caught them, called police for an active break-in. The cops quickly discovered what had been going on, parasite. I was 7 years old, home alone. My parents went for dinner at around 9pm. They left me in bed for me to sleep. Hours passed and still couldn't sleep, went downstairs to get some milk and cookies to watch TV in my parents' bedroom. While I was getting my snacks, I felt like someone grabbed my shoulder hardly. I was so scared I couldn't even turn around to check who did it. I stayed there, frozen, for at least one minute straight. I had the balls to run and went to my parents' bedroom. I locked myself in there and didn't get out until my parents came home. It was 3am and heard my parents' car park outside the window. I was never so happy for them to come home. As soon my parents get in the house my mom screamed and called 911. The thing I thought was a ghost that grabbed me was actually an addict who secretly lived in our basement and that night thought nobody was home so went grab some snacks from the fridge too and confused my shoulder with the fridge's door and then passed out. Still freaks me out to this day. So sometimes I get sleep paralysis. I've accepted that if I wake up and weird things are happening, I should just ignore them. Well, one time I woke up in the middle of the night to two male voices arguing. Nothing unusual. I tried to ignore it and go back to sleep. When I heard my dog start barking growling, and then heard my parents talking in concerned voices, I realized it was not sleep paralysis at all, and got up to find a very drunk father and son duo arguing outside our front window started swearing at us when my dad yelled at them to move along. Cops were called. Another time. Same situation only it was a vault tunneling into my room very noisily and eating through the drywall. A little after I graduated high school some friends and I were hanging out at a local park after dark. Decided to go walk through the woods for the spookiness of it. About 20 minutes in we hear this loud screaming from behind us and barely see this dark figure rushing towards us at what we would describe as supernatural speed. So we hauled day and didn't stop until we were out of the wooden area and didn't see it. A couple of friends claimed it appeared to be floating towards us as it howled like a banshee. We later found out that area of the woods is popular for homeless people to hang out in and shoot up. So instead of some sort of evil wood spirit, it was most likely a homeless addict running at us at full speed and screaming. 
didn't think this was paranormal, but definitely thought it was creepy and ended up being more than I bargained for. When I was 13, I had a small jewelry box my mom gave me that had cushions for rings. I had 6 rings that I kept in it, nothing of value, think mood rings and silver rings. I was somewhat neurotic as a kid and had spent an afternoon arranging my room, and I'd put the 6 rings in a specific order. I opened the box one day and noticed that 2 of the rings were out of order. I thought someone in my family had moved them because there was zero explanation for this. I asked my family if anyone had touched them, and they all insisted no one had opened the box. But I was convinced someone had to have gone through it. My dad ended up going through our entire house checking for missing stuff and the only missing things were an old bottle of hydrocodone from the medicine cabinet and some of my mom's gold jewelry from a bathroom drawer. Turns out there had been strings of robberies in the neighborhood where thieves had broken in but only taken prescription dogs and small gold items. None of the robberies had indications that the homes had been broken into, and things like laptops, diamond jewelry and other valuables had been left alone. My family wouldn't have known anything was amiss aside from the fact I was so convinced something was off. Not sure if this really counts. But about 5 years ago I got a phone call from my brother and he just kept mumbling into the phone. He kept muttering random words and because I was younger, stupid me thought he was possessed or something but he had just had a seizure and had just woken up. My brother gets really woozy and panicky after he has a seizure. Scared the living hell out of me. I like how your first assumption was that he was possessed. Law. I had a friend who was staying at a ski lodge, and he went outside at night to smoke a cigarette. While he was out there he said it seemed like an invisible monster was coming right at him. He heard it stomping, even smelled it, felt its breath as it charged him, and then it passed through him and it was gone. Turns out it was a grizzly bear, stomping its way around on the floor directly underneath where he was. When my friends and I initially entered college, we used to chill a lot at my friend's dad's house who lived out in the country, late at night, when scanning the horizon, you could see the all of the stars, it wasn't like the city, but you could also see a radio tower, perhaps a few miles away, one late fall night, maybe one or two in the morning, we decided to drive out to this radio tower, just out of curiosity, it was in the middle of a large field with one entrance which happened to be open, we entered from there and drove about one stroke four mile and towards the radio tower, when we got there, we noticed, underneath the radio tower, a rusty beat up car, the thing looked like it hadn't been driven in years, we pulled to the other side of the tower and just chilled for a little bit, talking about whatever and listening to music, then one of my friends pointed towards the beat up car, does it look like there's a light in there, he said, we all stared at the car and sure enough, emanating behind the dust covered windows of the car was a dim light, we pretty quickly put our car in drive and started moving out of there, it was a field though so of course we moved relatively slow. The same friend who pointed out the light noticed that the car started moving along with us. Following slowly, it didn't put on its headlights, but the light inside the car seemed to glow brighter. That was the moment that my friend driving screamed, F it, and hightailed it faster than I'd ever seen. We left the junk car in the dust, literally in this case, and from that day we had always referred to this story as the ghost car story. Did we really believe in ghosts? Probably not, but paranormal is better than whatever else it could have been. Come to find out, a few years later, that field was regularly being monitored by the local sheriff's office for big dog deals that apparently went down there. 
Had we stuck around any longer that night than we did, we could have legitimately been killed. This was also in the era that we watched a lot of Breaking Bad so in retrospect it seemed to us like that could have very much been a likely outcome from that night. Luckily we're all good and nothing bad ever came of it for any of us. Literally my earliest memory. I was 5 years old and playing in a pile of leaves in our backyard. The yard had a brick wall at the far end. On the opposite side was a highway. There were a few openings along the bottom of the wall. For drainage, I guess. So I'm playing in the leaves and suddenly I hear this super weird noise. It was a like a high pitched yowl. And then I see this weird thing emerge from one of those holes at the bottom of the wall. It was moving slowly and really weird. And I froze in the leaf pile and just watched. I distinctively remember whispering to myself. A monster. Because I 100% thought it was a monster. It staggered up to the leaf pile and I realized it was just a cat. I knew what cats were. Because my dad loved cats and we had several pets. This cat was enormous and he was also very fluffy. Think Crookshanks from Harry Potter. So I grabbed this cat and dragged him into the house to show my parents. Here's the scarier sadder part. That I didn't realize until I was older. Apparently someone had thrown the cat against the brick wall from their car. That was the noise I heard. And the reason the cat was walking so weird was because his spine was broken. There was a real monster that day. It just wasn't the cat. For several months during my senior year of high school and all through the summer before I left for college, I kept hearing noises coming from the attic above my bedroom. I would only hear it at night, and I told my parents and brothers that it sounded like someone walking in the attic and dragging a chain on the ground. My dad even had me go sleep on the couch one night so he could sleep in my room to try to hear it. My older brother went up into the attic. Nothing. I left for college and didn't really think much of it. When I returned for my first visit home, my dad revealed he'd found a slow leak in one of the pipes that rotted a hole in the ceiling above my bed. The drip of water had been ricocheting around the pipes, sounding like chains dragging. When I was 12-ish something, I came home to find the bedroom's lights on. If it was just my bedroom, then it wouldn't have been a problem. But my brother's room lights were also on and we never leave those lights on. Could have been my brother or my mom. But one was in the army while the other was at work. I was a little freaked out. But tried to tone it down by saying that I might have left them on before going out. Then I turn and see a couple of wooden spoons on top of our kitchen's cabinet. I knew for a fact that I hadn't left any spoon sitting there. I also didn't recognize those two spoons. That was when I realized that someone had been inside our house. Long story short. I had lost my keys a few days prior and my neighbor who was the same age as I, found them. Instead of giving it back, he kept them with himself. Days later, his mom asked him to, IDK, deliver something to my mom, but there was no one at home. So he used his keys to enter our house. He forgot his mom's wooden spoons there. And if it wasn't for this, we would never have found out that he entered our house. I think he stole money from us as well. Still doesn't explain why he had his mom's spoons with him lol. My uncle bought an old house, 150-ish years old, as a fix-up project. If you went up the stairs you had an option to turn right or left. Left led to a series of bedrooms and right had a landing and one bedroom past it. If you took the dog upstairs she would cry and run away if you tried to take her right. My cousin insisted that the bedroom to the right was haunted. Thus the frightened dog. Later we worked on the house and found that the landing to the right was structurally unsafe. To this day we wonder. 
Did the dog know the landing was unsafe somehow or was there something more sinister at play? Creaking wood gives off a lot of infrasound. It's possible the dog could hear the structural weakness.